0: Once upon a time, there were six strangers. Strangers who, despite the best efforts of the coronavirus, got together for a virtual game of D&D. That game turned into another game, which turned into yet another game, which turned into a campaign. By then, the strangers, who had started to become friends, said, ''Hey, since we're playing and we need those notes anyways, why don't we record it and release it as a podcast?'' This is the story of the players and the characters in that campaign. This is the story of Golden Glory in Season 3, The Shadow Conclave. Okay, welcome to our D&D Podcast. First thing you gotta know, we're not voice actors. We're not even actors. We're just a bunch of regular folk who wanted to play D&D during the coronavirus pandemic. Next thing you gotta know, this ain't your run-of-the-mill D&D game. It's an Acquisitions Incorporated game, which means it's going to get weird, corporate, and have a bunch of acting in-jokes. Last thing you've got to know, it's a homebrew game, which means if you're looking for adventures on the Sword Coast, or in Tal'Dorei, or in Wildmar, you're not going to find them here. But if you're looking for something a little familiar, and more than a little different, onwards to Golden Glory. Now before we begin, here's a quick character intro, just to help you know who's who.
1: Hi, I'm Selena, a human divination wizard, and I'm the loremonger.
0: Hi, I'm
2: Theo, I'm a human twilight cleric, and I'm also the documenter.
3: Hey, I play Edith, a dwarf barbarian, and I'm the decisionist.
4: Hi, I'm Siona, a half-elf bard, and I'm the secretarian.
1: I am Turin. A dragonborn paladin, and I am an independent contractor representing the Kingdom of
0: Lemuria.
2: Hi, I'm Bobo Dahobo. I'm a tabaxi rogue and a freelance contractor.
0: Shadow Council, we bring to you today our sixth official episode of Season 3, A Tale of Intrigue Adventure and Corporate Machination's Golden Glory, The Shadow Conclave 2 my uh, did you remember this like this whole sequence yeah to my actual right selena last episode which was so long ago you set out to prove your superior intellect calling your fellow franchisees and i quote stupid for going through an arcane mirror portal rather than rescue them from what is surely an extra planar death trap you took a nice leisurely tour around the fake Golden Glory headquarters, visiting storage rooms, the kitchen, taking a nice relaxing stop in your impersonator's bedroom, taking some notes on how they run their operations, that sort of thing. So much intel, so much useful information. I think it's well worth leaving your companions to their uncertain fate. Don't you agree? No. (laughs) Because having
1: three people in a death trap does not help.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Tagline <laughs> Rescuing stupid teammates. <laughs>
0: this is the second time we're calling in your poor,
1: stupid your, your teammates. You know what? I don't poor even... Rescuing teammates who have made poor choices.
0: Did they really make the choice or did they get sucked into the uh, vortex?
1: Daryl, I mean, um,. Theo. Theo definitely made the, made the choice.
0: The choice. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the, the Jewel of Gypsies, the Diamond of Divination, Selena Roma. To my virtual something or other, Theo, you found Kidness, your faithful Gloomstalker ranger pal who Golden Glory left behind during your stealth mission to the Sahagan outpost of Thule. Surely yes. you're going to be able to catch up on old times and debrief on military intelligence about the mass army, their Duergar and Drow raider allies, to inform Queen Sorsha's defense preparations.
2: Make sure
0: she's okay. Oh yeah,
2: but... Her well-being is very important.
0: But isn't she attacking you? Uh, I know, it seems very strange. Yeah, and I, I, I'm sure that she's putting her gloomstalker skills to optimal use in her favored underdark terrain. Can't, but you know what? That can't be right. Gentle Kitness would never resort to vengeance and bitter persecution. Am I right? Uh, no, I think that's her i <laughs> Tagline. <laughs>
2: Uh, Serene's guiding
0: light guides me through these darkest times. Very nice. The theologian in twilight, the accolade of argent Fa- flame, Theo Banks. Edith. So let me get this straight. You're fighting Kitnis, or or is it, or is it Theo who is fighting Kitnis? In fact, ever since Theo's gotten his hand on that suspicious warhammer. Wouldn't you say that he's been acting a little weird? I mean, it's Kid Nis, your old sparring partner, the captain of the security on the seacoast. Just what is going on here? Tagline.
3: Nick, you stop raging.
0: <laughs> the barbarous beauty, the raging rampager Edith. Siona. So, you're finally... After all these pesky delays, these meaningless geopolitical concerns back in Saltmarsh, and your fans are here en masse to greet you, maybe take a selfie, you know, get a signature, but do you give them what they need, what they're asking for? Of course not. You sneak out from under their adoring noses to what? Starting to sign up for the Imperial Militia and shopping? Not even convening with your fellow franchisees to see if your spending would break the bank or maybe be better used by others. But it's okay. It's understandable. With timely nowhere in sight, you're stress shopping. I get it. Tagline Shopping? <laughs> shopping. <laughs> the siren of song, the mistress of music, Siona Star Glimmer. <laughs> All right. Well, we, we know, uh, Turin is, uh, maybe fretting about some eggs, uh, that might be, you know, about to hatch. So we're probably, probably going to skip over him, but Bobo. Wow. You managed to locate your quarry, golden glory, even managing to infiltrate into their unsuspecting ranks, showcasing your well-honed talents to impress them. Little do they suspect that you made a deal with the local thieves' guild to get the dirt on the G-team. Respect! You are so sneaky, so roguish. Who would have thought that you, a prince and member of the respected royal family, would consort with the so-called criminal class? Just think about what your brother would think. Tagline...
2: There's
0: more than meets the eye. The thieving tabaxi, the feline fence, the connoisseur of crime, Bobo the hobo. When last we saw our heroes. Now, it's been a month. Like, I don't even know what's going on in like real life, much less (laughs) TNT. Anyone want to take a crack at summarizing what the heck happened last time?
3: Theo went
0: through a portal thing? You and Theo and we went through a, through a portal thing. And then
2: we made a chase.
0: Ooh, yeah. We like Kid- you don't necessarily
2: remember that because you, the player, were absent.
0: That is true.
2: And I remember that in the last session, Bobo um, performed certain tasks. That should
1: give him the right to become the honorary leader of the group. What what task what was that? No
0: <clears throat> I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I I'm I'm quite curious to understand these tasks as well. What what would you what would you say constitutes those actions? Help us recall the details because I, for one, don't remember them. <laughs> you don't
2: remember. <laughs> stellar intel that, uh, intel retrieving skills of the elusive Bobo the Hobo. Uh-huh.
1: What, what, what intel did and you find?
2: His, and his prowess at, um, uh, uh, you know, making friends and certain influential people in the community. And then, you know, kind of playing their game, so that we could get in there with them very
0: well, right? And and this this qualifies you to take over
2: things and deception. Yes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Wow, that was almost Siona like. Well, I think that one is going to have to be left, uh, you know, we'll have to see. I mean, I guess if you really want to take over the leadership, that that's very interesting. Um, what about you, Siona? There's a whole bunch of stuff that happened to you last time.
4: Yeah, I got headbutted by a Minotaur.
0: And you certainly <laughs> did. None other than Canty herself. Yeah,
4: and Siona took a a fair bit of damage from that considering how few good point she started <laughs> it was a
0: hefty blow <laughs> <laughs>
4: Yes, yes but she I believe she maintained her disguise and uh she managed to avoid getting recruited uh oh
0: she, recruited uh, by whom and for what
4: uh well I don't believe that she would know the uh the, the fine gentleman's name down by the uh down by the docks or where the, whatever that was, the marketplace.
0: Well, he did tell um, you. Kratos, yeah, Brightway.
4: Kratos. Oh, he did tell him. Oh, yes, yes he, course, he did. So Kratos oh, he... would absolutely broadcast his name. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely.
0: <laughs> he would make sure that you knew he who he was.
4: Yes, he was very uh, debonair, shall we say. Uh, and it was Arendelle in the background playing uh, an instrument, uh, weaving a bit of magic, and then... Uh, he seemed a little surprised that Siona didn't, uh, you know,
0: succumb. Well, it wasn't Siona. It was Siona in disguise. So, As a
4: half-orc.
0: Yeah, as a half-orc. So he was surprised that you did not succumb to his charms and enchantments, whereas another individual uh, was, and they actually apparently signed up for the the recruitment drive. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
4: Yes, as Siona beat a hasty retreat. And then proceeded to get headbutted by a minotaur who uh-huh. had um, very uh overcharged prices like those prices are inflated uh, but anyway
0: not according yeah. to the internet they're not <laughs> <laughs> all right well uh, d d prices
1: are being affected by inflation that's involved. right it's, it's, a, <laughs> yeah, it's the constraint on the global
0: happen. supply chain <laughs>
1: Um, anyway, Siona did make off with
4: a hat of Disguise, which I think will be uh, very uh, useful for her. Uh-huh. Uh, and she met someone, was it an, an, a little gnome friend who was planning to attend the Siona Starglimmer concert? Siona and the, what was the name of the group that was performing? The
0: Saltmarsh Sirens.
4: Siona and the Saltmarsh Sirens. All right. And yes, Siona managed to get... Uh, I think you just got one ticket. <laughs> two
0: tickets, actually. Oh, two now, tickets. importantly, that individual, that basically the scalper, I don't actually yeah. think that I, I specified what race he uh, he was, uh, although he was kind of semi-Australian. <laughs> 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 but to to be very specific, he is not a gnome. In fact, you have not personally seen any gnomes. Uh, since you, uh, have arrived in Saltmarsh. And of course, you were, um, you know, trying to use your locate, um, you know, person or lo- locate creature spell to find timely and no to avail. Um, but, uh, you have not seen hide nor, uh, uh, what's tail? it? Is it hide nor tail <laughs> of any gnomes? Um, and, uh, I believe from that, uh, the basically the cab driver, uh, or the horse and buggy driver, uh, he did uh, – he was basically talking about how Golden Glory um, did some sort of, I don't know, recruitment drive or whatever, and uh, the gnomes uh, haven't really – they're, they're kind of working under, you know, some sort of golden glory scheme or whatever. And they're basically sequestered from the rest of the salt marsh population, um, for the good of the community, uh, because they are the bearers of the coronavirus. Kabama virus. Oh sorry, not corona. Oh my gosh. Is it the Omicron? The Omicron variant? Oh my gosh, no, the Kabama virus. Oh my, yeah, yeah. Let's 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 try to keep reality out of our fantasy game, please. Okay. Uh, yeah, and then Selena.
1: You had some. Yeah, so I watched. Well, I tried to prevent them from falling through. But you then, tried, but I wasn't strong enough, and it I let wasn't them go. Strong enough, so that I could try and find some information to see if I could figure out where they were, so that I could go find them. Oh, and you
0: did a whole logical rescue. puzzle yeah. thing, yeah. like switching. You know, yeah, the...
1: but I couldn't figure it. Out. There mm. was a broken thing. A certain Theo broke it.
0: Oh, yeah. oh, oh okay. It's all, it's all Theo's fault. <laughs> it's all Theo's and, and fault.
1: Then, and then, what else did
0: you find in your tour?
1: I found their books, their accounting Ooh, books. Oh,
0: you found accounting books.
1: So Theo's going to like that.
0: You also found a spell book?
1: Yeah, I found a spell book.
0: And you acquired some spells. Yes. Um, do you remember anything else that you
1: saw? No. I, I saw some people that I, I i mean, saw i saw a, a, like a fairy of. Sorts. there was a
0: fairy who yeah. and you had asked her to procure you some potions yes and you put in an order at Tlactox, so you yeah. kind of did that yeah. um the other thing that i'll point out as well is that uh in one of the storage areas as well as the main sort of kitchen area uh there were like um sort of uh, not portals, but, but, um, um, latches that led down to. Oh, like
1: yeah. A, that's where I was going to go next. I yeah. was going to go to the basement. That's yeah. Right.
0: So, so yeah. some sort of cellar yes. network and things yeah. like that. Okay. And, um, let's just say, so, so last time we actually said that it was Turin who was going with you. Right. Uh, and, and that Bobo would stay behind. But what I'm hoping we can retcon just because of player availability right. is that, Barb, if you're okay with Bobo tagging along with Selena, then that puts you guys together, unless you specifically want to do something by yourself. Well,
1: that would be
0: wonderful. Okay, so we're, we're going to switch turn. Cool.
1: So I'm going to have Bobo go down
0: first. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Because he has stealth.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, and and on that note, um, you you are basically just emerged from this kind of, uh, you know, area. You had done a little bit of uh, investigation. Here was the bedroom where you you found some of this, uh, you know, that spell book, etc. And this is essentially where you ended up. Um, I don't believe you went beyond the door.
1: But or, the door just
0: goes outside. It right? just goes outside. Yeah, no, actually you did go yeah. beyond the door and you, you figured out that yeah. it, it actually goes outside. Right. So, uh. Basically, in so this, we've
1: been through everything, and we found on this a particular place side place to go down. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Now there there is uh, you know some sort of cook or individual who is kind of you know working away. Uh, you know he's uh, kind of preparing some uh, fruits and vegetables and stuff like that, and is you know happily humming away. <laughs>
1: <laughs> is he finished?
0: Is he the Swedish chef? <laughs> oh, recording order! <work. laughs>
1: okay, so I'm going to go in here. Do Would I know what his name is? Probably not, right?
0: You've never met this individual yeah. before. Oh, hello there. Hello. Oh, Mistress Selina. What honor do you do with Olaf today?
1: Hi, Olaf. How are you doing? I
0: am just... Fine. In fact, I could say that I am peachy, except for I don't have any peaches.
1: (laughs) Maybe you could go find some peaches. Peaches would be lovely.
0: The problem is, is the seasonality. We are approaching the nearness of the Harvest Festival. And the time for perfect ripeness of the peaches has passed us by. But we have made preserves. We have started to put them together. I'm even beginning a peach fermentation so that we can have liqueur that we can pour over our
1: desserts. Wouldn't that sound lovely? That does sound lovely. Now, could you go and um, you said you had peach preserves. Are those ready?
0: Uh, w- well, yes, um, some of them, they're, they're still in the phase of the optimal fermentation. If you want an early taste, I would say two more weeks, two more weeks and they will be. Now, can we ready. have an
1: early taste. So could you get some, um, some of the preserves and some lovely bread. I know your bread is delicious. And put that on the dining table. Miss Selina, you
0: are so kind. You flatter me (laughs) beyond flattery. Olaf, you see me (laughs) blushing? I am blushing. Can
1: you, yeah, can you go get that and get it ready on the the dining room
0: table? Excuse me. Oh, hello. Oh, Um, you... Do
2: you have any cream that you could...
0: I have double well of course who am I this is Bobo oh you are a giant cat (laughs) and you're quite tall um yes oh you know what would be good fermented peaches and cream what do you say to that Bobo (laughs)
2: Yum yum! I'm, I'm
0: rubbing my belly. And... I yes yes no no no. Say no more. Say no more. Olaf shall set you up. Well, I if I can just get out of your way right now. I have some preparations. It might take me about twenty minutes because I want the presentation to be perfect. Okay. Excellent. Okay. Well, I I Olaf am on my way. Excuse me. Excuse me. Oh. Twitter window, Twitter window, come back. We need some some bowls and extra crystals. Please add the edible flowers. Okay, Bring those. Going down the thing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Excellent. Okay, so then I'm going to call up another board. So uh, you open. Now, are you doing anything like to shut the door? Yeah, let's like shut it. Okay, Bobo, so yeah.
1: can you shut the door?
0: All right. So you shut the door. And you actually move well into uh, the next part. Okay. So you find yourself in a uh, a cellar and i mean there are all sorts of kind of fruits yeah, you find yourself in, in basically this, you know, it's a relatively small area, about 15 foot by 15 feet. You can see, you know, barrels and wine caskets and all sorts of preserves, fresh fruit, you know, definitely Golden Glory or the fake Golden Glory, you know, not only runs an effective business, but mm-hmm. also, you know, stocks are pretty, pretty kick-butt larder. Um, and there is a door, you know, directly to, uh, you know, the North area from there. But other than that, I mean, it seems exactly what seems to be. Is my detect
1: magic still on? Um,
0: yeah, I I would say
1: that. Am I detecting any magic from the door?
0: From the door? No, you do not. Yeah. I mean, this is all, it's pretty straightforward, pretty mundane.
1: Okay. Is the door locked?
0: Um, you, uh, click on it and, uh, in, in, unless you want to, well, I, who's opening it? Bobo. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I think that's up to Bobo, isn't it?
1: Bobo, can you open the door? I would gladly
0: open the door because that is what a leader would do. Oh, okay. Now the
1: leader would ask somebody to open the door. So you can
0: kind of <laughs> see like, the door opens up and, you know, clearly beyond is, looks like a warehouse or storage space. Um, and there is kind of dim torchlight that flickers from, you know, within and beyond. Um, but, uh oh, and, um, you know, oh, you see Bobo. Before your eyes is scurrying across the ground, looking at you with these kind of dark beady eyes, is a rat. And you know. Great. So, uh, I, I, hold on one second. You want to kill
2: the rat? <laughs> I'm just going to stab it and make a shish kebab. Even those
0: are. <laughs> All right. Roll to so, hit.
2: <laughs> yeah, So I take out my right here. And I go, and I
0: lick my lips and go, yum, yum. <laughs> <laughs> All right, roll to hit.
1: So that's a 22.
0: Oh my gosh. Now I think that missed. Must no, missed no, no, rat. no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> and, and, and like the, the rat's eyes kind of bulge, but it almost doesn't have enough time. And just a very dexterous flick, and it kind of pierces into like the brain pan area. And, you know, almost with minimal bleeding and ultimate precision. The rat lies skewered, and it's nicely kind of over the edge of your rapier, almost like a a shish kebab type of thing. I mean, you could just put it on top, or you could grill it. I mean, it's up to you.
2: Mm -hmm. I'm going to... Oh, is there a fire nearby? Uh,
0: Well, there's torches.
2: Yes, so I put it over
1: the torch. torch. (laughs) Bobo. (laughs) We're not here to kill rats.
2: Hey, that's my lunch.
1: (laughs) We have two people to rescue. We're trying to find info on where they might have gone. And I need my strength, so I have
3: to eat my lunch.
0: All right, I I, I need you, Bobo, to make a dexterity check, please. What I'm trying to test out here is her ability to roast the rat without burning it. What skill... Okay, sleight of hand. I think that that, that that's okay. good. That's a
2: plus eight. That's a
0: 14. 14. 14. 14, okay. Right. I, I mean, it scorches a little bit, and like, you know, like the edges of the fur, they, they kind of crisp up, but, you know, you get this nice, you know, little bits of fat coming off of it, and kind of gleams around, and yeah. Now, it's going to take a while to, to roast it, unless you just want to char it a little bit like a marshmallow. Yeah, just like a
1: marshmallow.
0: Okay, yeah. So it's in Selena, you see this disgusting thing going on. All right, well, what do you do from here? I
1: just shake my head. I'm going, while she's doing that, I'm going to just go into the other room. Okay,
0: so uh, you go into the room, and Bobo, yeah. you tell me whether or not you accompany or are you focusing on, on uh, uh, grilling up your lunch. <laughs> Selena, you find yourself in this well. Uh, stock Now, it, it is a little bit darker in here because it's a much larger room, but okay. basically what you see is what you get. You've got kind of boxes and a whole bunch of detail. There are many rows of kind of caskets um, that have kind of like, it looks like maybe ale or some type of beverage. Um, there are some you know different other elements and boxes and, and different kind of sundries, but at least from this point, uh, you know, uh, you know where you want to go. But it's really up to you.
1: I think I would like to look at the boxes. Is there any magic around?
0: Um, you know what? You and what's your passive perception? My passive perception. And Don't you have a really 16. high investigation?
1: My investigation is twenty-four, and my perception is sixteen.
0: Okay. There is a glimmering very low along the edge of the north wall. And you realize it's kind of because you don't, you only have torchlight here. Right. If it weren't for your spell, uh, you might not have noticed this, but just at the edge, you see this kind of dark area here? Yeah. You realize now as you get close, and as you shine the torchlight over it, it almost appears to be like some sort of door or portal. And below, just at the edges, you can see little glimmering of magic. Very faint, actually. Can I move? I'm going to move those,
1: whatever those are, from in front of it. Okay. And go closer to investigate.
0: All right. Now, they're actually pretty big. And and I know you're not a strong woman. So I'll have you make a athletics check. 18. Oh, 18. Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, these are heavy and, you know, like, you know, very large, uh you know, uh, containers and things like that, but you do manage to kind of move them and set them aside. And clearly, you know, before you is some sort of, uh, you know, door or portal. And I mean, just within the shadows, at first it looked like it were like, um, some form of like webbing, like maybe like spider webs or something. But as you look more closely, mm-hmm. these strange, almost ligament like... Um, um, twistings seem to kind of stretch and be integrated into the wall itself. And as you look at it, it almost has this weird, almost organic feel to it. There's a moisture that sort of gathers on the edges. And, you know, it's not really wooden-like. It's kind of a weird material. And definitely your spell continues to kind of, uh, you know, shine.
1: So if I, so I touched it, does any, can I go through it? Or is there anything Would you like to,
0: uh, okay, so you kind of feel around and... um,
1: Is there anything to activate it or whatever it is?
0: There seems to be, and and, you know, you can feel that there is a little bit of an indentation in the center. There's like this weird, almost carving or um, not an indentation, but like a the reverse of a, of, a, of a, you know, like a, a raised surface. Okay, and if I relation. touch that, what happens? Um, you can feel that you could press on it, okay. and then um, it... Okay, I'm going to... Bobo, come here, please. Okay, so Bobo, you've got a, a really nice char on, 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 the, on the rat now, and basically... Yeah.
2: The, the stick that it's on, or whatever, and so that like my sword that it's on, and I'm kind of
0: chopping on it on Okay, excellent. So you kind of move through, and yeah, I mean, and it, it is like you know, if you're into like medium rare type of thing, like that is it's like perfect and you Never. kind of kind of uh, come over and Selena's kind of called you and you as well do see this um this kind of door um ahead of you right and it is this strange almost organic looking structure with these almost like web-like protrusions in it in the center is this kind of protrusion and you know to your trained eye although it is not a traditional door with a handle it is similar to other structures and like secret doors that are kind of triggered using pressure plates. That's your sort of assessment from a rogue perspective.
1: Hey, do you see that pressure point right there in the middle? Do you think you could press it and see what happens?
2: Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and check for traps.
0: All right, roll on. I believe that's a... I guess it's perception, eh? Or investigation. or
2: investigation. Or investigation. Yeah. That's a
0: fourteen. Okay, so you get eight plus nine. You get the minimum. Oh seventeen. So I get a
2: seventeen. Oh my god, are you kidding me? Wow.
0: <laughs> That's ridiculous. But cool. And now you you do not find any type of um, mechanism or or trap or, like, trigger that appears, um, you definitely sense that that central panel contains some sort of mechanism, and you presume that if you do pre- press it, it's going to trigger something that, you know, presumably would act like the door, but you are not finding any traps. I will
2: go ahead and press the door.
0: Okay. And the door... Kind of slides open and unlocks in this weird, circular, almost eye hole kind of area. Yeah, you definitely see this, uh, you know, much. Now, this is a, a much darker room uh, and it is quite it's quite large, actually. And you now both feel something really weird, almost like a chill. In the air. It's almost as if like you stepped into like a fridge...
3: It's cold it, in here. it is pretty
0: cold. Now, again, there's not a lot of light that you can actually see in the area because, you know, there's only little bits and pieces. But as you kind of move through and you are, are moving well, through I'm, this.
1: If it's really dark, I'm going to put on the dancing lights.
0: Okay, so dancing lights does reveal more. And what I'll do is I'll just kind of, you know, go over here um, and you can see that there is a desk and there's, a, you know, a tapestry. And, you know, definitely appears to be a lot of kind of books and things like that on the walls. I am going to look at them. Okay, ledgers and stuff like that. Okay, what? so uh, roll an investigation check. Bobo, what are you doing?
1: But I can't get below 24, right?
0: Uh, Because... I have passive investigation. You have a 24?
1: Passive investigation, yes.
0: Oh my God. Okay, well...
1: Bobo has a 19 passive. And-
0: God, you guys are ridiculous. Okay. Yeah, well
1: Okay, well I'll roll, but I can't get below twenty-four. Just okay, so you know. Fine. And I got twenty one. Okay, so, so you yeah. got Okay, right.
0: <laughs> um so you both are kind of investigating very closely. And I will kind of show you a little bit further. I mean, there is kind of this ladder area that leads to um, other shelves. And you can basically see like a, a whole library. Now, Selena, especially from your perspective, Bobo, you may not understand these things very much, but this is definitely a collection of very rare, very obscure Um, books. And I guess I'm going to ask you a question. Are you actually going to open any of them up?
1: Is there any kind of magic coming from anything in this room?
2: (laughs) Before I open it up, I want to use my amulet of the quill uh, to detect uh, evil and good.
0: What is the range on that spell?
2: 30 30 foot from self.
0: Okay. You don't detect any form of, you know, evil presence or, you know, an otherworldly presence, um, you know, at that range. Um, So you're not really detecting anything over there. Um, And um, Selena, uh, what are you doing with the books?
1: I wanted to see if there's any magic emanating from anywhere in this room.
0: Emanating magic from this room... Um, not in this room specifically but similarly to what you detected before over here to the east and I'll shine the door oh there's f- another door you'll find another door okay.
1: well I'm not going to investigate that door right now okay. I want to take a look at some of the books Uh huh. I'm going to Open, since there's no magic on them, I'm going to open them. So you said they're very rare books. What type of rare books are they?
0: Some of these are either ancient histories or arcane knowledge. Many of them seem to actually talk about interactions uh, with um, creatures from the Outer planes. And negotiations and contracts um with infernal entities. Ooh. Is there anything that I would want to be learn more of? Well, you know, it, it's like if you go into a library, I mean there's so much information, okay. right? And and you know, you don't see anything that is api- there
1: anything that indicates that they have made a contract with infernal entities?
0: saying they meaning golden glory the,
1: the evil golden glory yes
0: so the fake golden glory you find essentially a series of it's it's not a ledger in the financial sense, it's more of a journal. Okay. Okay. And you can kind of see kind of scribbled in um you know the over uh like like on the pages, it kind of talks about almost like a time frame okay. and it also talks about um negotiations still being established concerns about the potential liabilities that we have for this particular engagement okay, must ensure I'm, I'm going to take, take that? that
1: journal to investigate later okay is there anything else like i don't want to go through every single book uh-huh. i'm looking more for anything else like in the on the desk is there anything else that would indicate anything of what they're up to other than that journal
0: make well you've got your 24 yeah but i could get I all could right get okay a, yeah you've got a, a critical. 20. Yeah, yeah yeah so, so me a roll
1: <clears throat> no that's worse okay so, yeah
0: I, I i mean your investigative skills are are very impressive to begin with and coupled yeah. with bobo who is also very inquisitive um you know you guys kind of you know piece some stuff together okay now you get definite multiple entries Um, And you can see that um, you've got, um, you know, different members now. Like, there's writing, okay? And, um, you know, they've got some stuff, but a a lot of it also points to here under, as undersigned, documented by the due representatives of the Shadow Conclave.
1: So the shadow
0: conclave
1: is involved. Okay. Um, what's in that chest there? You go
0: over? Yeah. Okay. Um, you go over to the chest and... Oh, oh,
1: are there any traps on this chest?
0: Okay. Make a roll.
1: Oh, good, 17.
3: Okay.
0: <laughs> you're... you're <laughs> okay, so you're looking over, like, you know, the structure of, of this chest. You're kind of moving it over. And as you're... And what are you using exactly to, to sort of, you know, probe and investigate? Like, how do you actually... Especially given that you're still munching on this this rat, uh, unless you finished it. Okay. As you kind of, you know, um, actually... Poke on it and the staff makes tentative con- contact ar- ar- around the edges and going to uh you know towards the center, you feel all of a sudden that the staff sinks in to the actual chest itself and all of a sudden <laughs> the chest opens up huge giant teeth oh, begin no. <laughs> opening up and like you know the actual chest itself and like these weird eyes kind of pop up and Selena you feel the ground begin to sink beneath you almost as if it's like you know jello or something and you begin falling oh
1: no I have to
0: and with that <laughs> we're gonna switch scenes <laughs> Siona. So you find yourself in this sort of bar slash reception area. And you can see that, you know, there's a number of different people kind of uh, patrons who are kind of waiting there appears to be uh, looks like some sort of uh, uh, almost like a uh, sorry, a uh, what the heck are they called? Key flames. Uh, so there's a tiefling male there is a halfling over there there's also uh, you know just looks like a a human uh, individual carrying like a large sack on his back and he's dressed in kind of tattered robes and uh, another individual who seems to be at the bar now the bar is extremely well stocked there are kind of finger foods and things like that and immediately your, uh, your your eyes are drawn to the fact that they also have a you know direct service of best bowl products all kind of lined up and uh, you know put there on display. Um, there's a lot of different drinks on tap. What do you do? Uh,
4: yeah so of the best bowl products that they have for sale um, do they have any that uh, offer healing?
0: Um, let's say we've got the best bowl gold. And it does look like those two green bottles over there, they do represent, uh, you know, some healing capacity. Yeah. Uh, do, do I know how much
4: that goes for?
0: Um, yeah, from, from your own perspective, like now, now these are not heavy healing potions. It's just like a common healing potion. So whatever the cost of that is, it's probably, uh, I don't know, in the 20 gold piece kind of category type of thing. But it's definitely in a premium spot. Um and they they're kind of there. But anyways, the uh the bartender kind of slides over, he says, Oi, welcome to the drawn and cartier. Can I help you, missus?
4: And remember, I'm still disguised
0: Understand. Yep, yeah. understand. Um uh, Yeah,
4: you, you get the You got that uh,
0: Best Bull stuff there. Aye, lass. We've got all the Best Bull. We've got some of the newest flavors, the boysenberry, the blue raspberry refreshers, and, of course, the premium, um, you know, from our special reserve store. uh, We've got the Best Bull Gold. I understand that, uh, you know, they're probably working on some even more, you know, unique uh versions I hear that they're talking about uh uh best Bull platinum or something like that but who knows you know they always kind of come up with these different names I just serve the drinks so what will be your poison
4: uh, uh give me give me the gold
0: hey, it's not cheap you know you got if you're good for the money we're we're good for uh best bowl gold no problem let's see like the camera color camera. of your poison your your coin. <laughs> uh, I I show him my my uh, my gold. All right, looks like you're good for it. And he slides a bottle across.
4: Thanks, mate. And I'll uh, I'll give that a drink. <laughs>
0: Hey, now um, you start. Uh, you're, you're also at the same time, you know, and and as a bard, especially with your musical talents and your listening skills, you are kind of you know keying in on some of the background conversation that's going on, and you notice that the halfling is sort of talking with the tiefling, and he's like, "Hey, did you hear about the the riot on the dock?" <laughs> apparently all those, you know, the Siona Star Glimmer fans, like they were just calling out for, you know, Siona to kind of come off the ship. And apparently she didn't show. And so people started getting all heated and they were like, you know, we just want to see her. We want to, you know, uh, get some, you know, signature autographs. And then, you know, they actually were trying to get on the ship. And then there was a little bit of a hubbub and stuff like that. These lizard men kind of came out and they were trying to bar people on. It was crazy, man. I tell you, if I didn't have this appointment over here, if I weren't waiting for my turn, ha, I would have loved to be there.
4: So I'm in this room. I still have a package to deliver. You certainly I've do. For, I have, I've been here for a while.
0: Uh you actually have not been here that long okay i i mean no. you you arrived at 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 drawn enterprises about forty five minutes to an hour ago okay um so but but just entering into this particular area, you got to this area pretty quickly from having you know charmed your or or suggested your way in so you've really only entered this part of the building after having spoken to that automaton that was sort of uh in the hallway. Um, that, uh, that that was made by timely. Yeah, you're right. Now you are under the understanding that, you know, you were to kind of wait and just kind of have a a drink or two in this particular area, uh, while, and they would come and get you. Um, and you did kind of specify that there was some urgency to the request. Am I correct? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's right. Um, and then so, uh, so yeah, tell, tell me what you do.
4: Um these people that are in the room so that one guy's holding a shovel. The guy in front of him is just well dressed. Uh and then I'm wondering if there's any musicians here or if they're all just uh Sort of a mishmash
0: of people. Yeah, the kind of mishmash of people from your trained eye, you don't really detect anyone who seems to carry instruments or has more of an artistic bent type of thing. The closest one who might possibly have that type of skill would be the tiefling, as he's a little bit more flamboyantly dressed, but you don't see any overt signs of things like instruments or, um, you know, particular things that would would call out the the art of a musician
4: mm-hmm. okay um I, I, i'm gonna call
0: over to the bar bartender hey uh barky hi uh, name's yeah, john yeah. of the d and
4: some uh, samples of that boys and very I'd, I'd like to I'd
0: like to try that uh you just want a sample of them eh? okay that's fine he slides slides over like a small thimble full, kind of almost like a shot glass of this. It's almost like a pale, um, almost kiwi colored. It's a little bit a weird Mountain Dew looking, so it, it's a bit strange. But uh, I hear this is a really refreshing one. It's a, it's a good one to kind of come out. I don't think it has any, you know, anti-Kabama uh, properties or anything like that. But, you know, people seem to like it.
4: check on it just to see if I can just determine what the what the ingredients might be
0: okay um go ahead and make a nature check
4: (laughs) I rolled a one
0: (laughs) (laughs) it smells fruity it smells sweet you never really paid a lot of attention to the stuff that Talk and Theo did when they created the initial brews Mm -hmm. um but yeah, it's it's hard to tell. Like, I mean, he said boysenberry, but you know who knows? Artificial yeah. flavorings, that kind of stuff.
4: So I, I just examine it a bit, and then I, I look up at him and I say, "So, um, this uh this this drawing people are they always this uh they always keep people waiting or like uh, how long do you think it'll be before they uh, I have this package, you see, I, I need to drop off.
0: Oh well. D- did you you talk to gertrun and she's going to handle the you know the thing is it everything in good time and who who are you trying to see by the way do i know uh it was mentioned master malachi Um, and I mean, you yeah. also know other members of Drawn Enterprise, right? So there's Timely Truenort, there is um, uh, Arendel. um You do know there was some sort of Tabaxi, but you are not aware of a name in, uh, per se. And also Malachi, who is the Tiefling, the apparent leader. Right. Uh, yeah, I was uh, it's
4: supposed to go to uh, Master Malachi
0: Oh, Master Malachi, so you must be carrying something important then, not that it's any of my business. Oh,
4: I'm sure it's not, and I, like, glare at him for a moment.
0: All right, all right, all right. You know what? Like, look, they pay me here to just maintain the bar, and it's for the guests, Uh, and, you know, if you are carrying a package for Master Malachi, then, you know, well, then, ha, here. Have some of these, uh, you know, boysenberry nut blends on on the house.
4: Uh, I slam my fist down and say, like, not not to be too rude, but just to make a point. It's like I'm not interested in boysenberry nuts.
0: All right. All right. You know, I, I just, I have them on a, on a good thing. We got them here everyone kind of likes them. And in fact, you know, uh, this, uh, kind of commoner, uh, next by, he actually, do you mind if I have some of those? All right. If you're not going to have them, I'll, 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 I'll eat them up if you don't mind. Uh, all right. Well, uh,
4: yeah. So, uh, uh, could you just tell me, like, how how long do you think that uh, they're gonna make me wait here? Because uh, you know, I got I got things to do.
0: What name will, you did know. you give to uh, Gortran?
3: Hmm?
0: What name did you give for yourself?
3: Oh, well, I'm sure I had one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I remember what that was. And you can, you can make it up now. That's fine. Oh, you expect me to do all the ad-libbing?
3: No. i I'm <laughs> sure I, I had a name. I just... Uh,
4: didn't you never
0: actually mentioned it? it.
4: No, no. I did
0: look one up, though. Okay. That's cool.
4: Garigal.
0: Go with that. No. And uh, does Garigal have a last name?
4: uh Katosh.
0: um miss garrigal gatosh um, the, the the um the meeting is wrapping up shortly and uh i believe that they will be ready to receive your inquiry if uh, you are still amenable yes
4: I, I, you know i'm ready
0: well very well then um, I did uh, notify them that this was a priority matter. And so I hope that you have been treated well and you were not delayed too long. Did you try some of the uh, the new gold and uh, not, not sorry, not golden glory, the new um, uh, uh, best bowl products?
4: Oh, yeah, yeah, very, very, very fruity, fruity, you know
0: and 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 what did you think about the boysenberry nuts Uh, oh you passed oh my poor dear you're not on some sort of strange diet restriction are you
4: no that's just a little
0: bit you know trudy uh i take it you are not one for fruits then is 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 this uh, something having to do with your own personal constitution? Or uh, I, I've never quite understood that. I'm a little partial to the fruits myself.
4: Oh, I'm sure you are.
0: <laughs> Anyways, please this way. Um, and uh, you kind of, you know, see that you're now behind the area, but, but you know, behind the, like the main kind of desk and chambers. And before you is definitely uh, a double door portal, which uh, she does press a button and it has a little ding ding. Almost ready, Gudrun. No, no, sorry. That was a voice that was coming from within. You um, talk to her. Yeah, and, and they seemed to be talking to her. And then, uh, you know, um, give me a perception check, please. Ten. Uh, wait,
4: what's my passive?
0: Uh, Twelve. Twelve, Okay. Yeah, no, you basically just hear mumbling. You don't hear anything kind of specific. Anyways, uh, the doors kind of swing open, and inside uh, the room is a very lush and very well-established sort of boardroom. And uh, just to kind of zoom in here so you guys can see it... Master Malachi, um, uh, Ms. Uh, Gertrude, uh, to see you, apparently with a priority message. Yes, yes, you were saying, uh, uh, Gertrude, thank you very much. Um, Lord Commander, it has been an absolute pleasure. I, uh, understand the nature and the urgency given the new conflict in Kaladar, and we are stepping up our efforts to try and accelerate our recruitment efforts. I hope this is acceptable to you and the Order and Carmine. And um, this burly looking gentleman here, and I'm going to light him up, Just so that he's a, and you can kind of see um, he's got so almost like a scarlet, uh, very rich, almost metallic-looking cloak, um, kind of bear or wolf skin shoulders, and he's a powerful, powerful warrior with, um, you know, a, a patterned shield, and he says, "Well, Master Malachi, a pleasure as always. It is always." Good to do business with Drawn Enterprise. You have a good grasp of our needs and also the urgency at which we need to operate. I bid you good day and uh, please inform me, uh, you using your regular channels. We shall expect to understand your updates. Now, he begins striding um, quite powerfully in your direction. And it doesn't look like he's slowing down at all. What do you do? Oh, I'll I'll step aside. Okay. And even as you do so, he doesn't even spare you another glance. And he basically, you know, tromps like right out of the room, like ignoring you and also Gertrude completely. And you can see him kind of tramp out and he exits the building. And with that... Um, you are in the same room with a very handsome um, tiefling, who is dressed in kind of scarlet and leathers and bears at his side uh, a very thin rapier, almost curved-like weapon at his side as well. Um, But he is uh, um, very coiffed. Um, Will you be requiring anything, uh, Master Malachi, or will I leave you with this courier? And he says, "Um, if I could maybe have some of the best bulbs The the, the boysenberry, too. Uh, It it is truly um, quite uh, good. And, you know, if you need some refreshment yourself, Gertrude, please do help yourself. And, uh, yes, uh, at your leisure, please. There is no rush. And she exits. Yes, sir, of course. Now, Malachi comes to look at you. Ah. Uh,
4: Hold on. Before you go there, just a second. Want to make sure that this doesn't become critically important <laughs> uh, okay sure um, when i cropped that best bowl gold uh-huh like um like it doesn't actually
0: does it, it doesn't actually do any healing does it, it well no no best bowl gold does it does have actually healing properties and it kind of refresh like you you it restores fatigue and i'm just going to say just for the hell of it um that it acts like a, a, a regular potion of healing which i believe is one d four. I forget what the amount is, but whatever. Uh, yeah. Um, can someone look that up? What is what is the healing dice associated with just like the lowest level common healing potion? I think it's like, is it two d four? Is it one d four, plus four? Anyways, look it up. And if I'm looking you, it up. yeah, thank you. And if you want to roll that, uh, yeah, Siona, you can you can definitely check it out. Okay. Two D four plus two. Two D four plus two. Okay. Yeah, so that's it's actually pretty uh, it's pretty decent. Five, so that's uh, seven points. Okay. That's pretty good.
4: When you're down below half your hit points, it's, uh, <laughs> it's still a little scary. Okay.
0: Okay. So now, I mean, certainly looking within, I mean, it is a well-stocked boardroom, and I would say it's almost a notch above sort of what Golden Glory has, even on the Sea Ghost. Everything is kind of richly patterned. There are, you know, bookshelves and, uh, you know, sort of marble tile and things like that. There's a well-set uh, table at the side. But uh, Malachi sort of comes and approaches you and says, yes. It is urgent, as I understand, a priority.
4: So while uh, he was having a conversation with uh,
0: Gertrude, where they were finishing that up, yep. um, I would have been um, like having a
4: casual glance around the room. And when I see that table, yep. I would have just kind of like paused my gaze in that direction as if I was staring off into space, but actually trying to discern what's on that table.
0: Okay. Um, role investigation. I'm gonna give you no 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 just, no, just 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 roll it straight up. I was gonna give you a disadvantage because oh you rolled a twenty, eh? Uh, twenty one. Okay. So you actually see what it seems to be is a mock up of, you know when you go to, like, a, a condo complex or whatever, and they've got, like, different phases with a kind of, like, a diorama, and you can kind of see that it mimics the actual shore of, of salt marsh, and you can see, like, there are these... Um, things which indicate different levels of, 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 of real estate development. And you can see that, you know, there is clearly a mock-up of the drawn enterprises, uh, mansion along the, the, the kind of beach side. And there appears to be, uh, a, an area next door that also has, um a lot of different uh, you know uh, f- you know toy buildings and stuff like that kind of stacked up and uh, there's another one which has got a little bit almost like a you know under construction so it appears to be the plans for um you know essentially some sort of housing development mm, okay excellent
4: thank you all right so malachi um uh yeah uh so uh uh, Canty, she said this uh, was important and uh, like I had to make sure it got delivered right, so uh, here you go.
0: He reaches out and he takes a glance at it. You can see that his eyebrow goes up, almost in curiosity. What's your passive insight? <laughs> uh...
4: Uh,
0: passivism, intelligence, oh insight, twelve. Twelve. You get it's a cross between you're you're not really sure, but it definitely caused a reaction of at the very least curiosity and interest and a dagger just appears in his hand and you can see that it is outlined with you know a little bit of a glimmer of light and with a very skilled flick it tears open the sides of the uh, the, the the envelope and he kind of peers in and then his hand pulls up the documentation and he looks at it and you can see him tense. And he says, this is priority?
4: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I take all my work seriously.
0: These are ledgers and receipts. There is nothing in this package that suggests that there is any urgency. This is a routine matter that should have been dealt with with the standard approach. Yet you announced yourself here and you put in a word with uh, Gudrun to say that this meeting was priority. I had to cut short my meeting with the Lord Commander Militant in order to meet with you. Explain yourself. And you see there. behind him, like the flames on in, in the fireplace. And like all of the open flames in the candles, they appear to poof. And like they actually <laughs> grow. And like the, the lighting in the room actually seems to, you know, um, uh, grow more incandescent. And the shadows lengthen within the room.
4: You know, I don't look at the stuff.
0: Like, I just deliver it and, like... Canty knows better than to send me receipts through a priority courier. I only... What you have done is a complete breach of our delivery protocol. Why have you disturbed me? for this inconsequential delivery
4: so i would like to persuade him that like it was just complete incompetence on, on my part like for being new and that i just like really was trying to do a good job and uh, thought like you know this is my first delivery i've got to get this right this is i was told to deliver this to malachi like it must go to malachi and therefore it must be important and i just kind of like didn't understand how things work because i never
0: done it before. Okay, he steps closer to you and you can see a glint and a shimmer in his eye. Role persuasion or performance or something. <laughs>
4: um, if it's performance, then as an actor, I can do that with uh, advantage.
0: You absolutely can. let this never happen again if you are to be employed as a courier read the manual understand the protocols understand the order in which we prioritize meetings I sincerely hope miss that you and I do not make close acquaintances in the next months. I do not wish to see your face here. Is that understood? Yes, sir. And I
3: do my best to placate him and uh, continuing my performance
4: to just, you know, try to ease off the burning anger and, yeah.
0: (laughs) Now... There's something odd about the shadowy corner to the left of the room. And it's only visible because you see the flare of that kind of candlelight uh, look. And the, the shadows seem to be lengthening a little bit in that area. What do you do?
4: I, 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 I just, glance at that corner to to get a better look, almost like as if I'm just trying to look away from him in, in kind of shame. Like I glance to the side and down. Okay. Like as if I'm in shame, but I wanna like get a, a, a look at that corner. Uh and and then I say to Malachi, I say, Uh yeah, so if you don't uh, you know need anything else uh done today, uh, uh, I will uh I'll I'll bid you adieu.
0: Be on your way.
4: Yes, sir. And, uh, so with that, I'll, I'll, I'll turn, I will try to make it as casual as possible just to like do a full turn and, and see if I can catch a glance, uh, on my way out.
0: Roll perception. I'm even going to give you advantage because you pulled that off and you're basically using that moment and sort of, you know, your eyes kind of go down and you've got this almost submissive posture, but that gives you the extra time to be more attentive.
4: Dirty
0: 20. Oh, nice. Near the bookshelf, and you're not even really sure how you see this, you see the edge of a cloak and you see... Looking behind it, clearly outlined by the shadows. And these two amber, feline-looking eyes are gazing and looking at you directly. And you recognize the shadow of the tabaxi. Clearly in this room. Clearly having watched and understand and in fact you see Malachi turn and he like gestures with one of his hands and you can see just at the edge of the firelight a slight feline smile
4: Hmm.
0: what do you do Uh,
4: well I was already turning to leave so I saw that as I was turning to go perfect and I will uh, continue on out at a fairly brisk
0: pace. All right. Roll Perception for me, please. Uh, Eleven. Oh, twelve, sorry. It's my
4: lowest.
0: Okay. You are escorted by Gudrun, um, and you basically leave the building. Okay. Edith... And Theo, we return to your scene, which, of course, is the combat encounter with Kipnis. You find yourselves within this twisted warren of a subterranean kind of cavern network. Um, You were... Oh, and actually, Theo, I believe you were flying, were you not? Uh, yeah. Okay, so... The other thing I will remind you of, there was some sort of spellcaster, a drow of some sort, who cast uh, an insect plague in your direction. You guys, I believe, took a little bit of damage, but you both made your saving throws. And there are others that are kind of flanking in from the side. Immediately in this area, you do not see Kitniss. She is so well hidden within the shadows. Now, the first from an initiative perspective is Edith. So we're going to start at the top. What do you do? And, and what, what I will say is that you know that that Kytnis was very close within maybe 40 feet of the area you are in. Um, you believed that she had kind of moved down this corridor. You had also evaded a trap that uh, Kitness had uh, apparently kind of planted. Uh, you've seen her kind of use that before, so you knew what to look out for. But somewhere within this darkness, within this kind of catacomb, is... Um, who you think is kidnaps?
3: I'm being shot at thing from people that I don't know, so I suppose I should read. Then I am going to go to the at us and I want to lack them. Well they're okay, so they are much
2: further behind. Then we move forward to get
0: out of the insect cloud. So if you go back, you go back through the... uh... The insect cloud. Okay, so this is where you guys are, and they are over here, okay? So that is probably, if I look at from a, a distance perspective, that's almost 90 feet, okay? So it's quite far. I mean, you can certainly go that direction if you want to, but, um, you know, you know that the most immediate danger appeared to be from kitness herself.
2: Uh, we were chasing kitness because uh, I, I was like, uh, uh, I'm not leaving kitness a second time. So oh, feels like, I'm not living like
0: the same. Yeah, and, and Theo, you were also kind of saying, you know, kidness, it's us, you're your family, come with us. There's no need for us to fight, that type of thing, trying to disarm her. But she appeared to have nothing but disdain for you. And she even spoke some pretty hurtful words. Like, you know, I always wanted to take you down a notch, that type of thing. And then,
2: uh, I know you weren't here, but uh, the group, uh, I forget who was playing again. No, kind of like, you know
3: what? Like he just kind of hangs with the and lets him go along, so I'm playing it safe. Probably. Lovely. Lovely. Um. Hopefully, made the right decision. <laughs> I guess that I'm looking for Kitness. Even sure. though I'm not the best at that. Okay, down the hall and looking
0: for stuff. Okay, so you enter in the hallway. Oh, yeah, and, and you can move it, eh? So go ahead. Uh,
2: Well, we're still in, like, the, the extreme view here. We're watching
0: you. Oh, okay. Is that okay? So, uh, yeah, I mean, you can choose to move it if you want because you've got control. Okay, so uh, you have to kind of squeeze through this, you know, more narrow area, but you basically enter into the area. Make a perception check, please.
2: Yeah, you have to right? 13. Okay.
0: You don't see any trace of kitness, even with your dark vision, which allows you to kind of see almost like with faint light in this area, you're not seeing her at all. What else do you do?
2: Because we
3: have been kind of making like to kitness to try and like Please,
0: and the only answer you get is the familiar sound of arrows, notched, fletched, and flying in your direction, Edith. Okay, now, um, in fact, <laughs> she is very, very close to you, and. At the last minute, you can kind of see that she is, you know, like almost literally next to where you can kind of see her over there. And as you kind of turn the, around the corner, you can see that these two barbed arrows fly in your direction. Okay. Now, because she is attacking with, uh, from stealth, she gets advantage on the roll. And in fact, she is going to use her sharpshooter condition to make that roll. Okay, so with that, 19, does that hit? Oh, actually 19 minus 5 is 15. Does that, I don't think, I don't think 15 hits you, eh? Okay, so you dodge out of the way of of that one. And she kind of curses softly in Elven under her breath and then fires again. 27 minus 5 is 22. That hits? Yeah. Okay. So, you take 10 points of pier... Actually, it's 20 points of piercing damage and um, make a constitution saving throw, please. Oh, poison arrows? These are poison arrows, yes. Oh, that's
3: lovely. Uh, that's twenty-seven.
0: Oh, easily. Okay, yeah, like you shrug off and you can see and feel like the poison sort of enter your bloodstream, but it's it's nothing. And you take an additional nine points of uh, poison damage. And with that, she actually, you know, basically backs off trying to maintain her distance. Five, ten, fifteen, twenty. And she's moving to the edge of this... over here, okay, so that's while I put her, okay. Uh, with that now, Theo, you had a really low initiative, so what's going to happen here is that these other uh, uh groups will kind of uh begin moving into play, and I am just going to move them 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, uh, 30. And can this one see you? No, I don't think so, so it's going to dash and it's going to move up to that position over here and then the priestess also kind of goes and moves in that direction. So you could hear the running of these footsteps kind of moving in that direction, Um, but from your vantage point, um, there's quite a bit of obstruction over here, and you don't actually see them per se, Okay, because the way that the cavern kind of bends over to the left, there's some columns and stalagmites that are actually blocking the view from that direction, but conversely, it blocks them to you. All your turn what do you do
2: uh, well,
0: I okay now at this point you okay so you flew up in this area from a, a bottom bottom almost cavern like space and so there was enough room to be able to float but this particular area that you're entering is a lot tighter you can navigate um, but I just wanted to kind of call that out. And you can see that definitely in this kind of, uh, you know, catacomb space, it is becoming quite, um it's tighter and tighter to be able to move. So I guess the question is, do you continue to fly or are you going to, you know, touch down or whatever? It's really up to you. Now, but
2: I'm going to get uh, close to the ground so I'm almost levitating across it.
0: Got it. That's cool. Okay. Uh, five, 10, 15... 20, 25, is your movement 30? Okay, yeah, and you can see Kitnis is difficult to see behind the shadows, but she is taking cover behind this kind of stone uh, column that is giving her kind of partial, uh, you know, cover from your view. Um, you're definitely not within melee range at this point, Theo, but there's other things that you could do you potentially do. Uh, she is about, let's measure it, actually. 30 feet. Yep, that is correct. About 30 by 50. Okay.
2: So, uh, Kitness can make a Wisdom Saving
0: Throw for me, please. Ooh. Okay. This should be interesting. Wisdom Saving Throw. 18. Yeah, wisdom 16.
2: One eight. Okay, so, uh, uh, Kitness, uh feels the, uh, the, the pull of Serene's Holy Light trying to Almost trying to pin her down, but uh, she's
0: too wise for that. Okay, you're getting slow, old man.
2: I say, this I just need you to like slow down so we can talk
0: here. All right, top of the initiative round, Edith. What do you want to do?
3: Yeah, um, I, I go. I say, like, this if you don't start, if you don't stop, I'm going to hit you. <laughs> And I, and I uh, hold
0: my action maybe to, until like see what happens if she stops or if so you walk up to her and hold her action? Yeah, probably. Okay. I'll for... walk up to her
3: and then I'll hold my action to so... Okay yeah, right right
4: beside her, but like Yeah no, you
0: really could roll well, close enough to hit her, right? Yeah. Okay. No, stop. And then you're you're holding her, you're holding your action from, from actually striking her in melee. What are you, exactly are you waiting for?
3: Uh, I'm waiting for her to attack me or Theo. If she does, then I'm gonna lock her.
0: Okay, great. Okay. Alright, so she moves out of the range of, of you over here, and she is actually going further into the cavern. And. Do you want to attack her because you were holding your action?
3: Yeah, she's gonna run off.
0: But... Yet, okay, yeah. So, so go go ahead and take it if you want.
3: Um, I'm assuming twenty five years
0: Uh, yes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Have you taken that third level fire
3: yet? Oh, you did.
0: That's a prick. Oh goodness. Okay, what'd you do? Ten Wow. Okay. I mean, her form slams backwards, and um, you basically um, whack her like even further, and she stumbles back as she tries to get get away. But it is a solid, solid hit. Okay, and she's like, "You'll pay for that, Edith." And she fires, uh, you know, yet another arrow at you. Okay, this time, oh, I forgot to do Hunter's Mark. Anyways, that's too late for that. Uh, okay, so she is going to bonus action Hunter's Mark you. And she is going to shoot the arrow, automatic miss as you dive out of the way. And then 24 minus 5, 19. 19 hits. All right. You take 18 points of piercing damage. Ooh, the poison is recharged. Okay, anyways, that is for that one. And if that's the case, uh, make a constitution saving throw, please.
3: Uh, That is a 21.
0: Okay, so you're going to take half damage, nine points of toxin damage coursing into your system. Okay and she's like I will take my pound of flesh like if you like it or not. Okay, so with that then these other uh, uh 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 these these other beings uh also move into the room 5, 10, 15, 20, uh 25, 30. Oh, that's right over here. Ooh. Can they see Theo? She can see Theo. Okay, and this one will also do the same type of movement. Okay, so um, this is some form of drow warrior or hunter. And he actually fires at you um, some sort of hand crossbow. Ten misses. And tries shooting again. Fourteen. It just clangs harmlessly off of your powerful armor. Okay. And then lastly, the priestess. All right. Um... She you hear the whispering of this kind of dark elven language kind of you know echoing throughout the the, uh, the the quarter and all of a sudden these glimmerings of kind of violet light begin swirling everywhere illuminating the cavern itself i need you both to make dexterity saving throws please is it an effect that i can see it is an effect that you can see Okay, so you are uh, now glimmered with uh, a fairy fire that flows over your body, and you will now be at um, advantage to to be hit. Okay, what about you, Edith? Uh, 24. 24, you definitely save, and you evade the effect. The, the sparkles do not kind of hit on you, and you can see that, Theo, you are kind of glimmed in this, you know, darkly violet energy. Okay, so that's it. Top of the turn. Um, go for uh, Edith, please.
3: So I'm going to go run into the other room and try to whack
0: her. Okay. You easily kept, catch up with her position and you kind of leap, you know, one, three heroic bounds and you're right in her face.
3: These are all meant to not kill her, by the way. Okay. <laughs> I just felt like I could specify that, just knock her out of context.
0: Understand. Roll to hit. 14 14 does not hit, and she smoothly dodges out out of the way, just kind of bending backwards as your blade hammer, sorry, your hammer, just passes next to her. You've got another attack. Yeah,
3: that is not it. Okay.
0: And she just basically, you hear this almost malevolent uh, laughter mocking you, just... Come out from her lips, and it's kind of disturbing. <laughs> Doesn't even feel like it sounds like Kitness at all. Okay. Two can play that game. Um, and all of a sudden. Poof, um, appearing in her hands are kind of two basically these curved, vicious-looking short stores. Now I'm gonna roll again for the poison. It does not recharge, and she strikes you directly, uh d- diving in but behind your guard. And she strikes nine completely misses, you block that one away, and 14. That also misses. So again, a furious exchange of blows as you kind of cleanse and sparks are flying everywhere. Okay. Now, the other creature over here still has a bead on Theo, um, but he actually wants to get closer. Oh, but he also has advantage on the hit. So he is just going to actually uh, continue firing with advantage on his uh, strike. Okay, so twenty six. That's gonna hit. Mm -hmm. And let me. I'm rolling for advantage. Yeah. So I just want to see. Okay. So you take um, seven points of damage, and I need you to make a Constitution saving throw, please.
2: Uh, An eleven.
0: An eleven. I oh my one. gosh. Eleven fails. Yeah,
2: fairly.
0: Okay. <laughs> and you take fourteen points of poison. Poison damage. And you are considered to be poisoned, which means you are at disadvantage to hit. And I think I, I think that's it. I think that's the, the poison condition. Yeah. Okay. Um and then that was did I do two attacks? I can't remember now.
3: I have
2: advantage against poison.
0: Oh, okay. Roll again. Uh,
2: I guess we keep the two because that's a nat one. Um.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you fail still. Yeah, so I still fail. So all that stands. Oh, failed. man, that sucks. Okay. So then um he fires once again, again, at advantage. So 27 for a critical hit. Okay, you take 15 points of piercing damage. And uh, again, you need to take a constitution saving throw. Okay, I'll well, I, I, I
2: got advantage
0: it. That's better. 30-20. Uh, 30-20. Must succeed on piercing damage. You take four points of poison damage in addition to that. Okay, and you feel like you know the you know the world begins to kind of wooze a little bit, and like it's almost like your your vision is kind of clouding in front of you, and you almost feel that there's a strange like a yellow mist that seems to be rising, and you smell the sense of of sulfur right rising from everywhere. Now the other um, the priestess, she also is going to do her thing. What does she? She actually runs into the room and she's trying to close the distance. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. That's just out of range. Okay, so then she is going to dash over to your position to get within melee range. And she's got this strange, almost like barbed double whip that she's cracking into the air. She doesn't get the attack on you, but she's in melee, which means if you leave melee, then she would get a, an Attack of Opportunity. Okay. Uh, your go.
3: Yeah. Uh, um,
2: I think I'm going to start with, uh, the third level
0: whole person. So like Ooh. Make me
2: a Wisdom saving throw and so can Kidness.
0: Okay. Nice. Okay, saving throws. Okay.
1: So
0: you're doing it on the priestess and not the warrior, right? The one who just
2: came right next Okay,
0: so she made a 22, so she is not affected by it. And then let's okay. do Kitness. Kitness. What? 19. 19, so that's, that's
2: six. Okay, so uh, she,
0: again, shrugs yeah. it off
2: take the attack of opportunity, miss. Okay. Still, uh, right
0: next to Okay, so as you do that, let me make the attack. And this whip barbed, you know, like, strikes forward. And let's see. And she will hit you at, at advantage, right, because you're still fairy-fired. Uh, okay, so let's do that. Scourge. 14. Does not hit, but I roll again. 12. You managed... Yep. Yeah. It, it, yeah, it just, um, you know, it, it clings by, just does not penetrate your armor, and the barbs do not kind of attach. All right, so you kind of move forward, and who are you moving for to, to try to close the distance? Five, 10, 15, 20, 25. Okay, so you're right on Kitness over there. Okay, perfect. All right, with that, I'm going to switch scenes, uh, and we're moving to Bobo and Selena. and scene. Okay, that's a wrap. This concludes Part A of our episode. We hope you're enjoying the adventures of the G-Team as much as we're enjoying making it all up as we go along. Part B will resume in our release next week. In the meantime, have a great day, stay safe, and don't forget to love each other. See you next time on Gold and Glory.